Hello, and welcome to today's Practical Christian. My name is Nicole Lynn, and I'd like to do part two of False Prophets. In the Bible, it clearly states that in the latter days, we would have more false prophets. We have a lot of people that are willing, very willing to come up to you and say, God told me to tell you this. God told me to tell you that. Um, the one thing I got to say about when people do that, and I'm not necessarily calling them false prophets or anything like that, but it has to line up with the Word of God. Not only that, it has to line up with the Holy Spirit within you. Because the Holy Spirit will prompt you if something is not right with what that person is telling you. It's a prompting that you'll get, and you'll get you'll get a uh, you know a weird feeling about it. Um, I used to be uh, well, I shouldn't say used to be. I am a person that sees visions and and things, especially when I first meet people. Most of the time, I do. I kind of um, oh, and I also have very vivid dreams, and sometimes they're warnings and promptings. I haven't yet figured out the dream part. Because I know that God's word is enough for us that we don't need all these extra so-called people, dream interpreters and all this other stuff. It's all established in the Bible because Jesus came, died on that cross, redeemed mankind. And when he did that, he left what he said, I will leave with you the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the one that um, leads us into all truths. Do we necessarily need a, a so-called prophet like, uh, you know, Jeremiah or whatever in this day and age? I, I do have questions about that because of the fact we have the Holy Spirit. And when we accept Christ, He lives within us. And He the Holy Spirit is responsible for leading each one of us into all truths. So many times we lead by our own mind, our own will, and lead by what we want to hear, not necessarily what God is trying to tell us to do. And when I said that I, you know, would see visions when I meet people, and, you know, they could be talking and I'll see a uh, a vision like one time I saw King David with somebody and it was a true and accurate uh, vision because late in the conversation that person said I'm like King David well I already saw that in the spirit but however when you get you have to be careful when God gives you those types of gifts because sometimes it becomes once you you know keep going people will people have a fascination with idolizing other people or other situation the only people we need to worship is God so they'll start looking oh do you hear anything do you see anything and what happens if you're if you're naive in, in that field which I was a long time ago it becomes about you and what you you know you're and if you're a person of low self-esteem you, you get all this attention and it starts becoming about you. 
and not about God and what he's trying to say. So when I recognized that that was happening to me, anytime I recognize I'm veering off into the wrong course, I, I, you know, I kind of shut down. Is it necessarily the right way to go? I don't know. But it works because I don't ever want to be in the position where it's about me and not about God. I'm only a vessel. I'm only a vessel. And when we sign up to be Christians and God gives us a mission, it's not about us. It's about him. So we have to be careful keeping your ego in check. And I need I see so many people, they'll they'll tell you, oh, it's about God, it's about, but really it's about them and their ego. And you have to be careful about that. Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And when he gives us a spirit of discernment, and when that spirit of discernment checks you, then you need to, to realize what's going on. Not necessarily that that person is wrong, that person could not be on the right track, that, you know, there's all kind of things that could be going on with that person that's giving you this word of God. It's only a, a confirmation because God will already be leading you in the path that he wants you to go or that he needs you to go or, I mean, to hear that person is just giving confirmation of what it's already been spoken inside you, or you could have, you know, read it in the Bible, and you'd be like, oh, you know, something about that is is for truly stirring my spirit. And then somebody will come along and say it, and it's confirmation of what you've already experienced. Now, the only exception to that, well, I wouldn't say the only exception, but an exception to that is if a person is exactly uh, speaking from a, a, a place of prayer and God's truly communicating through that person to you. But I only rely on people that have God has ordained into a certain um, position in the church, like a bishop or a pastor, because I want to be accurate. I want accurate information. I don't want uh, the enemy using somebody to tell me a false narrative about me. So I rely on, on you know, how that prompting within me and that person, what, what level he is with Christ. Perfect example, this past Sunday, we had, we had our church opening and we had a bishop, our bishop come, and he began to speak in me. And he, it was like he was reading me like an open book of the experiences I'm having, what I'm struggling with, and everything. And he began to speak in me, uh, speak to me about my situation. And basically, God was saying, stop running. Well, after he said that, my pastor came to me and said, while he was preaching, God said to him to tell me to stop running. It was the same confirmation from one uh, to a bishop to a pastor. Therefore, and I was already experiencing it, I, you know, it's kind of jumbled, but within me, but they confirmed what was already going in the Holy Spirit speaking to me anyway. They just put it in a context to where I could hear it. And again, 
because I knew the level of their 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 status in the not status, but I knew their their anointing with God. I could trust what they were saying and what I needed to do in my next step. And every word that they said lined up with the word of God. And plus, my pastor is shepherd over me. Bishop is shepherd, you know, with pastor and he called me his daughter and it was so amazing for him to say that you know um for somebody to come to you and say that to you um i don't take that lightly i take it as an honor and that i have a mission to do and a purpose to do and again you have to be careful that it's not about you it's always about god and the mission mission he has to affect everybody around you People te- uh, message me all the time saying I'm an inspiration or they tell me I'm an inspiration or they text me, you're being such an inspiration. Um, some people say you put too much business out there. And my response to that is the fact that I signed up to be a Christian and to do the work of God. And therefore, my life is not my own. Therefore, my business is not my own. The worst thing I think we can do is hide from people that are out there hurting or that that are out there going through what you've already been through, but you're too ashamed to talk about it, therefore it's about you. But you could help that person going through what you've already been through, but because you're keeping it silent and to yourself, you're not affecting anybody, you're not doing the work of God. If you think your business is your own and you're a child of God, you're not doing any work for God. Truth be told. And if you're that ashamed of what you've been through, then it's about you and not about God. Someone said, you are the fifth gospel. Our lives are the fifth gospel. We're here to to impact the world and tell the world of a loving God that loves us regardless of how screwed up we really are. Sometimes I think about what I've, I've, the choices I've made in my life, and I know our steps are directed by God. And again, it's for His glory to help His people through other people go through what you've been through. That's why it's so important to stay in prayer, to pray without ceasing, because it's so easy for the enemy to tickle your ego and it become about you. Like you, somebody told me I was anointed, and I post, posted it on on the, on Facebook, letting people know that you know people will say this about you. It's not about you; it's about what you're doing for God, and God has chosen you as a vessel to help other people. You have to really realize that it's not about you and the moment that you feel like it's about you you need to sit yourself down there was a top period of time this year that I had to set myself down I was in leadership and for some reason I was getting offended at everything and and you know it and some points were valid some weren't it was an emotional reaction and I had a whole lot of emotional stuff happening but I had to set myself down because how effective am I being a leader if I can't even go to God and, and get guidance on what I'm doing and I'm so wrapped up in my own emotions, I'm not being effective in, in, the, in any capacity, being wrapped up in my 
in my emotions. But at the exact same time, I'm telling people about this because the thing I believe in is I want people to know my failures. I want people to see the struggle that I go through because undoubtedly somebody somewhere is going through that same thing. People are going to see my failures. People are going to see me trip and fall. But you know what? People are also going to see my victories. And that's why I do what I do. It's going to give God the glory. He's good. They're going to see God in working in my life. And I thank God. I thank God that he chose me that I, to be a vessel for him. And you ought to be thankful that you're chosen as a vessel. Don't hide what you go through. Don't always just talk about all the victories and never talk about what the shame, the pain, the hurt, the betrayal, you know, all those things that happen in our life. We don't need any more Instagram, Instagram uh, influencers in the church. We need people that talk about the real deal. So I encourage you right now, to, to get on your knees and address God about your ego. Address God about your shame. And stop being ashamed of your shame. It's a part of the walk of, of walking with Christ because the enemy is gonna try to infuse you with that shame. And when he does, he is winning at that point. And we can't let him win. We can't let him win with anybody that we see. We can't let him win. Our, the battle is always in the mind, and it always is, because we're battling this world, we're battling our flesh, and we're battling Satan. We got those enemies, but as one Christian after another, it says never to forsake the fellowship of Christians, because we sharpen each other, and we are more effective as a unit instead of an individual because it's not about an individual it's always about God and his people so I encourage you today set forth to be that uh, inspiration to somebody around you don't be afraid and don't be ashamed because God has got you in this walk and that is the most glorious thing because at the end of the day he's we're gonna be victorious regardless of what trials and tribulations we go through. He said to count it as joy because God trusts you enough to go through that trial and tribulation to come out and say, I love God. I'm a praise God. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is everything in between. He is my rock. He is my fortress. He directs my steps. He directs my heart. He lives within me. So be an inspiration today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.